Good morning. Welcome back to another episode. This is your host, John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. Once again, it's on. Um, shout out to Jason Black in Louisiana. Uh, I was listening to his show last night. You know, very straightforward, brother. With no, you know, he tell you like it is, whether you like it or not. Um, as this COVID nineteen pandemic, which that was created by the Globius in Vatican City. And now America and China. Now with the Chinese, and that's why I will call this podcast as um, there's no correlation between black and brown. Now three weeks ago, the COVID-19 pandemic started in Wuhan. Wuhan is in China, southern China, off the coastline. Now the Chinese now they have flipped the script. They have make they have make it an African disease now. Now mind you. Africa have the lowest case of COVID-19, the lowest case in any other place in the planet. And this is why, if you go listen to my podcast yesterday, I was talking about African leadership sucks. It goes back to African leadership, and and furthermore, there is no and nobody out there speaking on on our behalf, whether it's the Hispanic, the Arabs. Uh, whether uh, the East Indian, nobody except one East Indian doctor, I'll give him credit. He's been pushing this, he's been um, debunking this whole COVID 19 nonsense. Um, he's a medical doctor, I think he went from MI, he's a medical doctor. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know his full name, but I, uh, I'll just mention him. He's the one I follow him on Twitter, so he's the one I've been in the forefront exposing this, those bastards out here. Now, COVID-19, we all know that this is a strain of virus of the coronavirus family tree, and they mutate the virus in the lab. We know that. It's been proven already. Um, the hypocrisy with um, white people and brown people, particularly with brown people, Chinese. Chinese people, three weeks ago, they were complaining about discrimination. They were complaining uh, even the t- Attorney General of New York said um, no discrimination against Asian. But how convenient, three weeks later now, they flipped the script on us. They said we have the COVID-19, uh, the COVID-19 which we don't have. It's propaganda. It's all propaganda. Now, back to China, they kick all those Africans out. You know that. You've seen the video on YouTube. You've seen it on Instagram. you see seen it on Facebook where these people being evicted. Not it's not that because they don't have the money to pay the rent. They're being kicked out by force. They are being kicked out by force out of their apartment, out of their hotels. They won't get no services. This is why I told African leaders, y'all must put your feet down and ban China from Africa. I repeat, y'all need to ban fucking China, Chinese people from Africa. This is a disgrace on your leadership. Because if you had put your foot down years ago, this would never happen. They will never have this leverage. Now they have leverage now. You give them leverage. You got to cut tie with China. Now I know it's business. Business is business. Money is money. But what I'm saying is that we have to know how to operate. We have to be on codes. We are not on codes. We have to be on codes. And that's the problem. Most of those people who are suffering, they don't even have COVID-19. They, they barely have the, the virus. But because they happen to be a darker, a darker hue of skin, 
they get a, the blunt of the racism and the blunt of this discrimination. Now, with Chinese, you know, Chinese have been discriminated against all over, around the world. But when it comes to us, they don't give two fucks. Like, you don't see no Chinese speaking about us now. They're not talking about, oh, it's illegal to, to, to discriminate against blacks or so-called blacks, whatever they want to call it nowadays. Um, this, you don't see no Hispanic speaking out about this. You don't see no Arabs, you know. You barely see any East Indian talking about this. Or except a few, a few of them, um, but they're in the medical field. But with the Asian community, you guys came with that term outsiders. You you create that term outsiders. Now you come to America. <coughs> excuse me. You come to America. You try to use the same tactic, the same racism that you use in your fucking in your country. Whether you came from Japan, Korea, um, China, all those uh, countries I just mentioned. Or Thailand, and Thailand is mostly those people, mostly um, uh, Aborigines people. So they're not they're not really Asian, if you want to call them Asian. They have some Asian blood, but they're mostly black folks over there. You're mostly East Indian, a whole bunch of uh, Pacific Islanders, like the Filipinos are Pacific Islanders. They're not Asian. Filipinos are Pacific Islanders. They are not Asian. Even though they are mixed with Spaniard and some Chinese blood in there, but they are Pacific Islanders. You must understand that. You must comprehend that. That back to the, the subject at hand. There's no correlation between black and brown. With the Mexican, you see how the Mexican treating black people in 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 in, in L.A. in Arizona and Texas. Now, when they first come to a community, they're very nice. They're very cordial. When they move in as a large, when their number got larger and larger, that's when you see the real racism come out. You, we have no correlation here. Now, me, I'm from the Caribbean, and I know some of us Caribbean people, we don't uh, work well with the black Americans, which is bad. And we're going to need the black American moving forward. So we have to work together. Because this is a global, this is a global racism. Racism is a global phenomenon. I've told you that before. Racism is a global phenomenon. It does. It doesn't care whether you're educated, non-educated, tall, fat, skinny. As long as you're black, you you get the blood of it. Now with the Chinese, um, they they've heavily invested in Africa. Like I stated yesterday, they are heavily invested in Africa. I think they are number one traders in Africa, uh, in America's second um, trader. So they trade a lot of goods with Africans, and they make billions of dollars on a monthly basis, in some cases on a, on a, on a weekly basis. I'll say on a monthly basis, just to be precise. But that being said, they, this COVID-19 was discovered in Wuhan. The whole outbreak started in China. It didn't start in Africa. How, how convenient the media... And, and they twist this thing around. Now they make it an African disease. I, you see, that's what I'm saying. That's the racism right there. They promote both sides, the weak and the strong. They said once that they act like the victim, then they don't want to be victimized. Now, nobody profile no Chinese. Nobody, the Chinese can be out there walking their business. Nobody going to profile them like they profile us. They don't profile Chinese people. Maybe back in, you know, in the 60s. You can make an argument for the 60s and the 70s probably, but I'll say the 60s and the 50s. But they don't profile Chinese people like that, like they profile us. 
They don't move out. They don't walk around beyond Chinese people in the stores. They don't do that. So Chinese people have had, you know, they have they have plenty of leverage when they come to America. They 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 they, they tell you they're smart. Most of them are not that smart. Let's be clear on that. They always say, oh, they're smart. They're good with math and science, all this buffoonery, which is false. They are not. But only a few of them that's good in math. A few. But the majority of them, they're not good in math. So what I'm saying is that that's the perception. It's the same thing with Japanese. It's the same thing with Korean. It's the same thing. Because their school system is different from our school system. They spend like, what, 16 hours in school, like per day. They spend 12 hours studying. Uh, that's a lot of hours. 12 hours studying. We only spend five hours in school. So they have plenty of time. They spend a lot of time studying. That's why that's that's why they become so good at certain things. They become disciplined because they spend so much hours doing it. So that don't make them any smarter than anybody. They probably be more disciplined. That's the key word, discipline. Not smarter, just discipline. So that being said, um, this have been going on this racism in china and in asia primarily i said china and uh japan you know they have different tactics they go back in different countries but the underlining is the same it's the same they don't treat the, the european like that they don't treat the russians um the so-called arabs uh, they don't treat other ethnic groups like that in china except for the africans how convenient is that in Wuhan, there's a large population of African. I think it's about 300,000 African over there. Uh, don't quote me on this. That's the number I've heard. But this is why I'm so adamant about this. This COVID-19, they weaponize it against black people. First, it was a Chinese outbreak. Now, it's, they have been weaponized against black people. Now, black people are being harassed in the train and the bus. They're being harassed in the hotels. For not wearing a mask. But meanwhile, your president, this freaking president, he don't wear no freaking mask. And those masks, they're not doable. You have to wear a surgical mask. And you must be fitted for the mask. Those of us who work in the medical field know what I'm talking about. Those masks have to be fitted in your face. Those paper masks, they ain't going to stop anything. They're not going to stop any virus. It's just a cover for your face. It's not going to cover anything. Now, if you're sick, and your 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 immune your body your immune system have been compromised. I I get it. If you're elderly, same thing. I get it. You you put your mask on me. I, I'm not sick. I don't have to wear this stupid mask. Now certain places, I may have to wear it because you know if you're in close proximity with somebody, close quarters, you're gonna have to put it on. But if I'm walking about, I'm not gonna put it on. So this is what I'm saying. There's no. Brown and this so-called diversity nonsense, this so-called, all this bull crap they've been telling us, diversity, um, this cold brand. You notice that no Hispanic speaking against it. You haven't seen any Chinese coming out and say, you know what, this is wrong what they're doing in China. This is so wrong. I'm Chinese, but I, I don't feel that way. But they, they don't come out. They're not coming and speaking against it. When it was them, when the shoes on the other foot, they were complaining. They were saying, oh, we're being harassed. They, they were complaining. Even they went to, they went that, they called the, the attorney general had to put a memo out and say, no, no disgrace against Asian. Now they flipped the script. They turned the, the, they turn it on us now. They make it an African disease. I'm not African. 
So they make it an African disease now. Within, within three weeks, it's an African disease now. And let me tell you, most of those Africans are not infected by COVID-19. You have a few of them that tested positive. And they are in seclusion. They are secluded. They are in, they are, they are in quarantine. They are not in public. So it's only a few of them. And this is the, the African leaders must address this. I know the, the Nigerian prime minister uh, in China, he was addressing it with the Chinese officials. And, I, and I'll give him credit for that. He's the only one I've seen so far. But Kenya, South Africa, Ethiopia, any African country, you guys need to have a meeting among yourself and address this issue head on with China. Say, listen, we are not going to put up with the discrimination. We are not going to put up with the disrespect. You make billions of dollars from us. You make billions of dollars from Africans. You're a hypocrite. You're a pendejo. You're a tupido. You make billions upon billions from Africans on a monthly basis, in some cases on a weekly basis. Now, when Africans go to your country, you mistreat them like third class or fourth class, worse than dogs, because dogs get, get treated better than that. I've seen it. So look how you treat our citizens in, in your country. We don't treat Chinese people like that in Africa. They don't treat Chinese people like that. They don't kick Chinese people in the streets and have them walking around like, you know, like their head cut off. We don't do that to them because we have dignity and integrity. We respect people. We respect people's space. We don't kick Chinese people out their, their apartment, their condos, and their hotels and have them walking around the fucking city in Africa. They don't do that to Chinese people. So you have no right to be treating Africans like that in your country. Now back to America. Now the same thing in America here. They use the same COVID-19 shenanigans attacking black people. Oh, it's uh, black people. Yes, baloney. Okay, it's all baloney. Black people are not getting this stuff. Most people that have got this stuff, they had other health issues. And most of them are elderlies. Okay? Those are elderly people that die from this stuff. If you go by a law of average, it's really, it's not mostly black. Black people are not dying from this thing. And this thing is curable. COVID-19 is news break. It's curable. It's curable. You can, you can, a lot of people have been cured from COVID-19, but they're not putting that in the media. They're pushing this false narrative. They're jacking up the number by falsifying the death certificates. Uh, the name of the doctor here, um, his name is Dr. Scott Jensen. Dr. Scott Jensen, I think he's a mortician, if I'm not mistaken, but I'll do a podcast on him. Dr. Scott Jensen stated that the, he got a, a 16-page letter from the corporate office telling him to put the cause of death COVID-19, which is illegal. You cannot falsify the death certificates. You can be sued by the, the family members. If the person died of a heart attack, you tell them they died of something else. If the family investigate, they find out you lie, they can sue you in the hospital. And you can end up, end up losing your license as a, as a medical doctor for falsifying death certificate. So those are the things that we face as people of color around the world, the so-called black, so-called Negroes. Um, Chinese people have no love for them for the simple fact that's how they treat black people. 
And we have to be on codes. Like this is what Jason Black was saying. We have to be on codes. We have to have a strategy. A, tra- uh, a strategy. We have to have. We can boycott. Yeah, boycott is a tactic. It only lasts for so long. We need to kick those people out of our neighborhood. Kick them out. The Chinese, the Arabs, the East Indian, the Korean. We have to keep all of them out of the neighborhood and build our own stores, our own nail salon, our own um, supermarket, our own gun shop. We need gun shop. We need gun shop in the neighborhood because we need to arm ourselves. I'm not saying arming ourselves to go act stupid, arming ourselves to go rob other places. No, that's not what I'm saying. You need to arm yourself for those racist cops and for those racist people that live in your neighborhood. That's what I'm saying. We need to arm ourselves. But back to China, the Chinese people, they have that same prejudice and hatred towards black. I don't know where they get that shit from because they be watching all this. They think white is better. A lot of Chinese people, they have surgeries just to take that slender eye and make it a noble one eye. That's the truth. They are bleaching their skin to be more European-like. Uh, that goes for East Indian. That goes for Taiwanese and Thailand and all those Asian countries. You see that there's a trend. It's in Africa too, but I'm talking about Asia right now. There's a trend among themselves where the women bleach their skin. Even the men, they bleach their skin to look more European. So that being said, this is, have been going on for many years. This discrimination against black in Asia. You've seen it in Japan. You've seen it in Korea. Um, maybe it's not, it may not be as same as China. China have the worst problem with that. China have the worst of it because they literally target black people on a, on, on a daily basis, on a freaking daily basis, whether it's in the public places, hotel, apartment. They target black people every single day, just like those cops here in America target us every single day. So it's, it's, not, it's nothing new. They have been doing this stuff for many years. And I blame the African leadership. The African leadership took the, all the blame for that. Because this thing, they should have addressed this thing years ago. And back to documentation. I remember I, met, I talked about documentation yesterday. I told you guys, when you travel overseas, don't overstay your visa. If you're there for three months, you stay there for three months and leave. And that's where you, that's where you lose your respect because you overstay your visa. And that create a problem. That create a big dilemma for, for you and the, and, and the authorities in China. If you have a six months, three months visa, don't not overstay your visa. Go back to your home country. And a lot of those Africans, I got to call a spade a spade. A lot of them have overstayed a visa. And then they, 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 they get involved with doing illegal stuff and make the whole country look bad. Like I told you guys yesterday, when you go international, you not only represent yourself, you represent your country, your nation. You must understand that. You must comprehend what I'm saying. You represent your nation. So, yeah, I'm not going to give the Chinese a pass on discrimination. Hell no. They are racist as hell. But that's why when, they, when the white men put their foot in their ass, we don't got no two fucks to give them either. Don't, call, don't come to us for any sympathy. We don't have two fuck to give you. And that goes for Hispanic those, those racist Mexican over there in, in L.A., in, 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 in um, Arizona, 
and um and, and and Texas, those races, I'm talking about those races, um, um Mexican cops. You know who you are. And those racist Cubans in Miami who were in the police force. I'm talking to you. You guys, when it come, when the shoes on the other foot, don't come for us. We have no two fuck to give you. Because you 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 join us with the white races in America. You come here, you use your your, your skin color and and, and and transition to white people society. Meanwhile, you, you you pick on us. You pick on us because of our language, our, our skin color, primarily our skin color. You, uh, you, you have your prejudice. I understand you don't have to like me. Vice versa, I don't have to like you. That's just the way it is. But don't pretend like you're my friend in front of me. Then beyond, beyond closed door, you try to kill me. I don't do those kind of friendships. And black people must be on codes. We have to be on codes. That's the problem. That's the kryptonite. We're not on codes. We're so caught up with interracial sex. We're so caught up with this nonsense, try to chase pussy. Now, we all love pussy. I get it. But you have to be on codes, man. We are at war right now. We are at war. If you don't know that, now you know we are at war right now. We've been at war for many centuries now. These people, they don't give two fucks about us. They don't give two fucks. I don't care if it's Hispanic. I don't care fucking Korean. Uh, the Arabs. The Chinese. The Japanese. They don't give two fucks about us. But when they are being discriminated against, they want us to go out there in the public and speak on their behalf. You see any Arab talking about this Chinese shit that they don't talk about it. You see any Chinese talking about this discrimination against African and China? I haven't seen one yet. If you have a video, send it to me. I would like to see it. Uh, you see any Hispanic officials talking about the racism in China? Mm, I beg to differ. I have not seen one yet. If you have a video, send it to me. Email it to me. I would like to see it. But this is what we have to be on codes. These people, they don't like us. They don't hit us. They come to our neighborhood. They make millions, millions of dollars. That goes for the East Indian. That goes for the Korean, the Chinese, the so-called Arabs. They all make millions of dollars from our neighborhood. I don't blame them. I blame us because we allow this shenanigan to go on. Because we cannot go to their neighborhood and, and start a shop, open up shops. We cannot go to Chinatown. Open it. We can't go to Little Italy and open up shop or Jewish town. They will not allow it. They will not allow it. I know this. I live around. The, I live among those people. I know this. Even the so-called Hispanic, they will not allow you to come to their neighborhood and open up shop and sell them your, your product. And Mexican. Let me address the Mexican too. You guys, Mexico. You guys are very racist too. Y'all act like you are friends. Once you get your green card, you get your citizenship, you give us the middle finger. But I got news for you. When those crackers put their foot on your asshole, don't come for us for sympathy. We got no sympathy for your dumb ass. We got no, no sympathy for you. You can go fuck off. Because they will come for your ass. Remember, when Trump got elected, he went from your ass. He, he put his foot on your ass. You papi, you know, I need your help. No, no bueno. No, don't come for us. 
Hold your own nuts. Hold your nuts. That goes for the Chinese. Hold your nuts, Chinese. Hold your nuts, Japanese. Hold your nuts, Korean. When those white folks put their foot in your asshole, do not come for us. We have no sympathy for your dumb ass. Because when they when they discriminate against us, we you don't come and speak on our behalf. You are nowhere to be found. What is diversity talk? All this diversity shenanigans. Oh, we're so diverse. Yeah, we are diverse, but we're all seg- segregated. All this diversity talk. Where is this brown and black correlation? Where is it? It's nowhere. There's none. There's never been one. There's none. That goes for the Cuban in Miami. That goes for the Dominican. Most of them are black. Um, that goes for the Puerto Ricans. And that goes for the Mexican. Because Mexican, they have a large population here in America. Whether you're talking about LA, LA is like Mexico, pretty much. It's Mexico, Asia. That's what LA is. Okay, that's why I will never live out there. Never live out there. Same thing for Arizona. Same thing for um, Las Vegas and, and so on and so forth. Same thing for you know, Texas is so vast. So, you know, they have little pockets here and there. But they don't care about us. Yes, they wanna they wanna use the affirmative action for their own stuff, but when it comes to us, they are nowhere to be found. You cannot find them to speak on our behalf. We have no allies over here, and I'm from the Caribbean, and you Caribbean people, stop picking on those uh, African Americans. They have built this bridge to bring you to America. They built this country from the ground up. Let's be clear on that. The European came and steal and kill our people throughout the, the Americas. So what I'm saying is very profound. We need to be on codes. There's no such thing as a brown and black correlation. You see it with the Hispanic and you have seen it with the Asian. The Asian, when they came here in 1950, 1940, the Japanese, the Chinese, they were discriminated against. They still are discriminated against, but in a different way. But they, when, when it's time for us, they are nowhere to be found. You will, you will know it's well documented. The COVID-19 pandemic started in Wuhan, Wuhan, southern China. It started in Wuhan. It didn't start in, in Nigeria. It did not start in, in, in South Africa. He did not start in Egypt. It did not start in the Congo. It did not start in Ethiopia. It started in Wuhan, China. How convenient it is today, after a month later, they have turned, uh, turned the page on us. Today, now it's becoming, it's became African disease overnight. Okay, this is the propaganda of the media. The Jewish media is pushing this narrative, this false narrative that COVID-19 have become an African disease now, just like Ebola. They, 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 test, they brought it to Africa, to vaccination. Your Bill Gates, he brought that stuff to Africa. He brought Ebola to Africa to vaccination. He brought that to Africa. Okay? It didn't, it, 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 they tried it, in, they tested it in Africa. Just like the COVID-19, they are testing it that's why I would advise every African leader, do not let any NGOs or Christian, 
because they use that Christian umbrella or they use the, the philanthropist umbrella just to give your people poison. And they have been doing this for decades. They have been doing this. It's time for us to rise up and, and know better because they've done this for decades now. And the reason why a lot of African leaders are not speaking about it openly because a lot of them are being paid by special interests. And that's a fact. A lot of them are being paid by Chinese officials to keep their mouth shut or by European officials in America and Europe to keep their mouth shut. That's why they're not speaking about it openly because they might lose their job or some of them might lose their life. So that being said, there is no black correlation, no black and brown correlation. That's, that is a myth. That is a facade. There is, there is so, there's no such thing as a black and brown correlation. You see it on the news. You have not seen one Chinese officials have come out, whether it's in China, whether it's here in the Americas, to speak against the discrimination against black people in China. You have not seen one yet. If you see one, if you saw one on TV, Send me the video, send me the footage. I want to see it. But when they were being discriminated against a couple weeks ago, they, they, they want the, the, the Attorney General, they want the NWCP to go speak on their behalf. We need to stop doing that. We need to stop speaking on other people's problems. Whether it's the Arab, the East Indian, the, the Korean, the Chinese, or like, like Tariq said, I get that from Tariq. Tariq Nasheed, shout out to Tariq Nasheed in LA. Hold thy nuts. Hold thy nuts, which means hold your nuts. Deal with your own problem. When those white crackers put their foot in your asshole, don't come for us because we got no two fuck to give you. Because when the foot is it, when the shoe's on the other foot, we, you know where you know where to be found. You, all of a sudden, you disappear. Thin air. You turn to Houdini. You disappear. But when it's when it's you, when the shoes on you, when you've been discriminated against, you want us to come out and speak on your behalf. I think this time is over. I think this is a learning experience for black people again. This have shown everybody racism. This COVID nineteen have shown this president. And this COVID-19, I've shown you everybody true colors. Nobody is pretending to be nice anymore. Everybody tell you how they feel, which is good. I like it like that. Tell me you're racist, and I love it. So that way, I know you're a fucking racist. I don't have to fuck with you. And you don't have to fuck with me, vice versa. This have let people show their true colors. This whole diversity, shenanigans, is just a facade. It's just a myth. It's not real. Yes, we are diverse as a people. We are diverse in America, but we are so segregated throughout this country. Name one city, one state, I'll show you how segregated we are. So this whole brown and black correlation, it does not exist. And I blame mainly your politician. Your politician are the problem. And your religious uh, um, pastors, they are, your pastors too, they are coons. Like, like Jason said last night, he said, the, the civil rights generation have failed us. They have failed us miserably. I repeat, the civil rights generation 
have failed black people miserably. We have to write them off. Write them off to the sons. Write them off. They are done. They are finished. The civil rights generation have failed us. You try to integrate your black society, a white society, and they put their foot in your ass. So this is why I spoke to the youth. This is for the youth. It's not for the, anybody over 30, I, over 25. I'm not talking to you. I'm mainly talking to the youth of America, black youth of America around the world. If you're over 25, you're stuck in your ways. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about anybody under 25, under 21. Those are, uh, under, as a matter of fact, I'm going to say under 21, under 20. That, that's who I'm talking to primarily. Because you guys got to be on codes. You have to know what time it is. None of these people have your best interests at heart. Not your civil rights generation. Your Al Sharpton. Your Jesse Slick. Jesse Willie. Jackson. None of them. None of them care about that. The civil, like, shout out to Jason Black in Louisiana. He said that last night. He said the, the, the civil rights generation have fell black American miserably. They didn't do nothing for us. They didn't give not a damn. No legacy, no nothing. What the fuck is a civil right? What the fuck is a civil right? What is that? What the fuck is a civil right? What is that? What is a civil right? I've never met somebody that's civil. I've not met anybody that's civil. What the hell is a civil right? We talk about human right, your godly right, your birthright. That's what you need to talk about, your birthright, not no freaking civil right. That is a facade, that is a myth. It does not exist. You're talking about your birthright. That's what you should talk about, not some freaking civil right. Try to get along with everybody who don't give two fuck about you. We need to stop the shenanigans. It's, it's time for us we stop this shenanigans. It is detrimental to us on a spiritual level. It is detrimental to us on a mental level, on a physical level, on, on a financial level. It is detrimental to us as a people, collectively. As a people, collectively. This all uh, kumbaya, let's get along. No, it's not going to work moving forward. We have to segregate. And it's not, I'm not trying to tell you to everybody, those of us who have interracial, uh, who married to other race, hey, that's your prerogative, that's your life. I'm not here to interject how you live your life. But however, we have to be on codes. We must be on codes and stop broadcasting what we're going to do to white folks. We just do it. Like Nike said, just do it. Don't broadcast it to white people what you're going to do. Do they tell you what they're going to do? They don't want to tell you. When Trump was running for office, those, those, those white women, which um, Godfrey called them, they set the car. They will suck your cock and then turn around and call the cops on you. So they are decept- those white women are Decepticons. They all went and voted for Trump. That's why Hillary lost the... I'm not a big fan of Hillary Clinton. Let's be clear on that. I am not a big fan of Hillary and her husband, Bill Clinton. They're both devils. But those white women, they are Decepticon. They went and voted for Trump. 
Trump is a nasty bastard. He was he's a nasty scumbag. They went to vote for Trump. That just show you their allies. That just show you how they get down. They are Decepticon. That's from Godfrey. Shout out to Godfrey. They are Decepticons. So we must be on code because our life, our children's life, depends on it. And we must to we must arm ourselves. I'm not telling you to arm yourself and to go out there, act like a buffoon. I'm just saying, arm yourself to protect you, yourself and your family. Because this problem, this COVID-19, this quarantine, we have been quarantined for over a month now. If this thing prolongs for the next month, people are going to hit the streets. I repeat, the people going to hit the streets. Once that happens... They're going to issue martial law. They're going to issue martial law. They're already doing it already. They're already doing it. So they're waiting for any outbreak, any burst of outbreak, any stuff, any riots that goes out there, they're going to bring martial law. Once again, be on codes and know your enemy. Have a nice day. Take care.